Okay, so here we go. Perik Yutas says, Vayeshev al Habe'er, Moshe went and he sat on, I mean, next to the Be'er. Now, whenever we have a Hey Haidzia, the well, so it tells me that it's a well that I should be well familiar with, right? Which well did Moshe Rabbeinu go to, Josh? Um, Yisra's in Midian. Oh, that one with the well in Midian over there? Yeah. The one that you and I know about? I, I know about it? Well, it's a Hey Haidia, right? Oh, so I, yeah, I don't... So it's, it's the, it's the, it's the, the one. same well? So obviously not. All three of these wells are the same? No. So then... So that's the problem. That's a problem in the Pasuk, right? Hmm. That's a difficulty. Why is a Habe'er? She just said, V'yeshev al-be'er. He sat next to a well. Okay? So, says, say Chazal, Mi-Yitzchak u-Mi-Yaakov lomad. So Moshe Rabbeinu learned from his forefathers what to do to get a Shidduch. Da. Ki Isha Nikreis Be'er. You should know that a woman is called a be'er. Kedixiv shtamayim mi be'ercha. Drink water from your own well. Means don't go drinking water from other people's wells. That's what the Pasuk Mishle is talking about. Obviously a uh, an allusion to adultery. Right. Now, so Chazal have already answered the question of why you say ha-be'er. What's the answer? Was the same one? Abstractly, the, the, uh, the abstract concept, right? Meaning not to say the same physical, there was the same exact the same location, right? Meaning uh, Eliezer went to, you know, he found he found Rivka for Yitzchak. That was that was in uh, that was in um, like Bible, what right? is it called? Uh, Padanaram, right? Uh, and uh, this is a Midian. This it's, it's it's a different country, so it's clearly not the same. Um, physical well, but it means he returned to that concept. To the, he went to that to, to, to the known well means to, to the to the place where one finds a shidduch, right? So, so the morale is going to try to explain those. Why is it that one finds his shidduch by a well? You want to get married, you go to a well, right? So this is. Uh, Advice for how to search for one's zibu, right? So, which is what saying that a woman is called a be'er, like it says, drink from your own well, don't go drinking from other people's well. Va'be'er, nosen, probably nisan, it was given. Le'yisroel b'schusa shel miriam. It was given in the merit of Miriam. Kimizeh Tilmud Shahabe'er Davar Shaykhlisha. So you see specifically that we have the manus being given the schus of Moshe, we have the Ananiah covered are with us in the schus of Aaron, right? And we have the we have the Be'er in the schus of Miriam. So he's just bringing you another another proof for that, that it has to do with women. Vizeh, 
כי הבאר הוא הנובע מלמטה למעלה. Right? Usually what happens is the water flows from up to down. Right? A river always flows downstream. A be'er, and in this case the be'er, the, uh, a be'er in Hebrew can also refer to a mayan, meaning a, a, a well spring, even in English, right? You have a well, which is where you just, um, you have to lower the bucket inside, right? Or a really good well is a well spring where the water actually comes up because it's pressurized down below, right? So when you open up, when you, when you dig and you and you hit water, so the water actually comes up to you. So here you got water going up, which is unusual. It's it's a unique feature called maim nukum. Anybody heard of that concept before? Female waters, supposed to masculine waters. No, okay, that's not important. The shard worm. So now most things, meaning including even water, right? Not meaning to say, in a non-spring situation, physical objects go from up to down. Oil. <coughs> Sorry? Oil. Well, so again, it would be a type of a well. If theoretically there was oil bubbling up, right, it would be, it would be the same thing, it would be the same concept. Which means... The standard hashpa, the standard flow of water, which represents a spiritual hashpa, goes from up to down. Right? Is water flows downstream, rain falls down. Right? So, all these types of things. And in a classic sense, you look at a, at a man as being the provider. He's the one that brings the the hashpa into the house in that regard, right? And the woman man it? is kind of relatively speaking on top, and the woman is below. He's more involved in spiritual things, and she's more involved in in the more concrete physical things, right? Uh, it's a mashpia mekabelis relationship, right? He's the mashpia. He's the one that is. Sending a flow downwards and then she receives it. That's that's the that's the classic understanding. That would be called Mayim Dukrim, um, masculine waters, meaning the classic water which flows from up down, right, from upstream to downstream. That's that's masculine water. That's a classic flow. But there's this unique feature, which is a very Important called the well, where the actually the lower waters come up. Yeah. Um, anybody here learned the um, first paragraph of Sukkah? The first mission of Sukkah. Uh, um, so, yeah, I know. Uh, so it, it talks about so there's a it also bring up a, a Yerushalmi there's a Machlekes Rishlakish and Rabbi Yochanan about the Pasuk in, in, in Parshas Barashas the, the aid Olam in Haaretz and the the 
vapor, the fumes, whatever it is, the, the mist, the mist uh, went up from the land, right, and went went up to the heavens, and then caused the rain to come down. Right. So it means that's the classic, important analogy that Chazal gives us of water coming from down here, going up, and triggering a much bigger rainfall down. It's maramas right? in the physical world, yeah? Evaporation causes rainfall. That's what it's talking about. Yeah. It's not it is what it's talking about. But it's oh. maramas to what we're talking about right now, that there's, there's an arousal from below, which causes an arousal from above. Okay, so that's the female act, and then there's a, then there's the male act. Vuhu dimyuna isha. So this is the this is the conceptual depiction of a wife of, of a wife or a woman. Shehi mishtokekes lebaila. She yearns for her husband, right? Just like the waters of a well come up, they go against their nature, and they, they, they go up towards the upper waters, right? Hashem divided between the lower waters and the upper waters, right? In Barsh's So, and the lower waters yearn to return to the higher waters. The place where we see that, again, in Masach HaSukkah is by what? What kind of, what kind of libations? Nusachamayim. exactly. Those are water libations, right? Which is the that the Rashi says that that that's where Hashem fulfills his commitment to the water that he's going to help them to return to the lower waters that he's going to help them to reconnect to the higher waters, right? So you get poured onto the mizbeach and go up in the in the smoke up to the higher waters, right? So it's a reconnecting of a... That's the simcha of Beis Shweva of the drawing of the lower waters and bringing them up and reconnecting them to the higher waters. Okay. So, Vizet. Ki ha-be'er hu milamata lamala It goes from down to up. V'kol shar dvorim boyin milamata lamata So the, the rest of the world is a masculine world where the water goes from up to down. This is a, showing us a depiction of a woman who is yearning for her husband. What word do you have here? Eloi. Shel Eloi, Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a, a yearning of ascent that helps to go. That's that powers the upward movement. Kiaisha Yosef b'Maila. Kiaish, thank you. The man is Yosef b'Maila. He's on a higher level be'erechaisha in relation to his to his wife. That's why he gets more mitzvahs. He gets you know the mitzvahs asesha as mangrama. He gets the mitzvahs of Talmud Torah, Brismila, all these different things. He has, he has more ways of connecting to Hashem, of serving Hashem. So he's kind of the 
the relative, you know, the, the, just like the Jewish people, just like amongst humanity, so you have the Jewish people, as the Mamlechas coin in the Goy Kaddish, amongst the Jewish people, you have the Kohanim, and inside of every family, you have, uh, you, have, you have the husband. His job is to go and find holiness and bring it down into the family. Vihi mishtokekes lehis alos bebaila. But and then what does she yearn? She yearns to connect to that, to that loftiness. She yearns to connect to that spirituality, right? Which is why the husband is, goes out and learns, and he's supposed to strive to become a holy person. So his wife should yearn to have a connection with him. That through that she's going to connect to the spirituality. Lefikach ha'ishehi. Bilvad Domalaber. So that's why uniquely a woman is compared to a Be'er. So someone who's looking for a wife, it goes to a Be'er. Obviously, like the Derek Hashem says, that in the fourth parak, for in the first Chalik, in the fourth parak, he says that all physical objects in this world have a certain Segula towards spiritual. Um, to being to being vessels for spiritual uh, to be conductors for sp- certain spiritual powers, right? So uh, Lulav and Esrig have certain spiritual powers that come out during the seven days of Sukkot, right? Leather of kosher animals has spiritual powers that it could become to fill them, right? And a well has a spiritual power to potentially be a place which will help a person to tap into this concept of realizing the greatness and the beauty of a woman. So, I guess if one wants to dive in for a shirt, you should probably go to a well. Lukah. Nizdavku. So therefore these tzaddikim by whom nothing is coincidental, right? By us, so it happens to be you bought your, you, you, met, you met your wife, I don't know, either through a shatchan or, or you know, in a coffee shop or, or whatever may be the story, right? But for a tzaddik that nothing is coincidental, it's going to happen that well. Ki hu gorem dvorm harbe. The place makes a very big difference, right? Uh, in, a, in, a, in a simple psychological sense, we would say the ambience, right? The ambience does a lot. Depending, you go to the Kosovo Maravi, you connect to the concept of the fact that there's the, the base Amigdish, where there was a there was a Hashrosa in, in this place where you know next to where I'm standing, right? So that's uh, that's a big deal. But obviously, on a spiritual level, it means that that place. Has that segula? It has that. It has that. that the Shina never left the uh, the coastal Maravi. Yeah. So the Be'er is going to have that segula. Vishayek hazivug el Be'er. So it's uniquely connected to a Be'er. Also, I mean, just to point it out, just to make sure we, this point doesn't go unheard, right? There's a unique power that women have of being able to elevate the physical world. 
right, of being able to take something it's one thing to send spirituality downwards that makes sense right just like water falls down right I can take something high and bring it down there's a whole nother skill to take something that is low and bring it up and yearn for something greater and elevate it right obviously we have both aspects inside of ourselves right there's microcosm macrocosm Hashem built the world that everything has some components of everything in it. So even inside of each person, you have the the masculine, the female, and the feminine traits. Right? We need to do both. But um, that's uh, that's that's why a be'er is unique for shaduchim. Ki aliyas ha'be'er shehu olatamid. The ascent of the be'er is bringing up the water. Always bring up. Always coming up. Zehu be'atzmo hazir. That's that's making the connection. It's taking the lower water and connecting it up to the higher water. Shehu hishtokaku saisha el baila. This is the yearning that she has for her husband. Vihis dabkus bo, and she's clinging to him. Vezehu his alus la. This is her going up. Vehaven davarze hatev meod. Okay, the, 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 those last words were because, like I said, this is a very big concept called Maim Nukvin, Maim Duchrim, female waters, male waters, and is discussed extensively by the uh, by the Kadmonim. So he's saying, I'm not going to go into it any more than that. I'm even young. I was saying Moshe Rabbeinu was looking for a spouse, and that's why he went to a well. Yeah. Yes, he learned from... From Yitzchak and from Yaakov, that this is what you do if you want to get a shidduch. Okay, we're not just saying that he happened because he was at the well. That's where he meant. How would that, how would that, the Midrash says, Yitzchak v'yakov olamad. So he went. Lamad, he learned from them. He said, if you want a shidduch, that's where you go. Why did he want a shidduch at that point in time? Um, I guess he, he figured it was a... He was ready. He was ready for, for marriage. How old was he? Good question. Pretty old, no? Not, not clear. This Midrash says he was like king and Kush for like 40 years. That's a very... <laughs> that, that, that Midrash is... Um, you talk to Bearish about it. It's... it's uh, Controversial. Yeah, it's, it's called uh, Sefer Hayasha or something. It's... It's, uh, it's origins are really vague. Dubious. And it's... Um, you know, many argue on it that it's not a legitimate source. It's... Uh, not, not to say, meaning to say, I'm not, I'm not, di- I'm not dismissing it. Quotes, quotes it. Yeah. I'm not dismissing it, but I'm just saying it's important to, to understand that we have midrashim like, uh, you know, Oshir um, Derebi Akiva, Midrash Tanhuma. We have Pirkei Derebi Eliezer. These are, these are big, you know, big, big, big uh, sources. Midrash uh, Rabbah is a compilation of many different things, um, and then there's these. Um, you know, firecracker things that people love to, you know, pull out to get the to get the uh, crowds riled up. Okay, here we go. Olakoyin Midian Sheva Bonus. So, oh man, this is uh, beautiful stuff over here. Okay, so the Koyin Midian, which is Yisro. He had seven daughters. 
So the sages were aroused to a important point that had to be addressed over here in this pasuk. Doesn't Hashem hate idol worship? Manoach. Manoach, Manoach says. Manoach yeah. with a ches? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. Oh, I have manos. Yeah. Yes, so apparently he's saying that, uh, the, that there's another gears on that. Yeah. What's the source for that? Xaviad or something? The Dalad First printing, is that what that means? First edition? Dfus is printing, ratio is first, yeah, it must be first edition. Okay. Good. That's otherwise I wasn't sure how to read it. Okay. What does manos mean? So, that's a Yeah, a Litzadik, eight Why would Hashem make it that the place the Moshe Rabbeinu is going to find, you know, to live, to to take refuge, to? I guess that may be what Manoah means, like a place to flee to. Mm. Although I'm not sure if that word actually is conjugated like that. Ella, so 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 that's a very strange place to have Moshe Rabbeinu run to, right? To, to, to the house of the chief idol worshiper of uh, of Midian. Ella shepirish me'etzlam. So rather, it's coming to tell you that Moshe Rabbeinu was poor, uh, that the, the Yisrael had, had by now. Um, separate himself from all idol worship. He realized that it was erroneous, right? And he declared as much, and they excommunicated him, the Midianites. So, Yisro is off by himself. So, although the, the Apostle describes him as a Kohen Midian, the priest of Midian, but he's currently, seemingly, has resigned from that position. Just, I. Uh, have to mention this point is interestingly enough in Parsha's Yusro which happens many many years later when he comes to the Midbar to convert to Yiddishkeit right with Zipporah and, and Moshe's sons what is the what does the Pasuk say? Yeah what else does it say? Chosin Moshe Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. He's this guy with So, it's one thing over here that you're telling me just happened fine. But he's called he's called Koinmidian. Yeah. Um, yeah, again. That could be a deeper well, lesson. It probably is. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Um, so yeah, so that's that's one point that I'll I'll just throw out there, right? Um, the other point that it's a something that I understood for the first time this year, and I think it's probably Zivri Emes is the Shlok Kaddish brings Bishim Der Rizal that um, Moshe Rabbeinu was a reincarnation of the Neshama of, of Hevel, the second son of Adamarishim. And that Cain had been actually divided, his soul was divided between three different people. You guys heard about this? Yeah. Okay. Who were they? Oh no, the Moshe Rabbeinu Hevel oh. part, not the not so what happened to So the Nefesh of Kain was reincarnated in the Mitzri that Moshe Rabbeinu killed. The Ruach was uh, with Korach. And the Neshama was Yisrael. And so, so he says a very interesting thing. I on that. I have a spiritual madriga. So, so he says an interesting thing. He says, so that with that you can explain the Midrash, the strange Midrash. The Midrash says that the daughters of Yisrael, after they are saved by Moshe, so they come to, to Yisrael and they say, an Ish Mitzri saved us. Egyptian man saved us. So all people shot, they say that it means that it means the Moshe Rabbeinu was wearing Egyptian clothes. He probably spoke Egyptian. Uh, he said, I'm from Egypt. So he was, so, so they, they called him Ish Mitzri. But the Midrash says, that it's alluding to the Ish Mitzri Moshe Rabbeinu killed. Hmm. That it was thanks to him, the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu killed him, it was because of him that now Moshe was here and he saved them. So the Shalom asks, "What do you want to tell me? You just tell me because since he killed him, and then and then doesn't like told on him, and then he got it, and then Bapar was trying to kill him, so then he ran away. So it was like the start of a, of a chain of events. So so tell me that it was because of Dasan yeah. Tell me it was because of Paro. Tell me it was because Miriam told uh, Amram and Yocheved to." You know, get remarried again the second time. As I'm not sure everybody was born. It's a little bit of a of a random selection of what to do. So, so the Shlo says no. It says according to according to this, it means that Cain had killed Hevel because he because Kevel Hevel was born with two twin sisters and Cain was only with one, and he was jealous. He wanted the other twin sister for himself, so he killed Hevel. And took that and took that twin for himself. So now, when Moshe Rabbeinu killed the Mitzri, who represented the Nefesh of Kain, it released the Neshama of Kain to to understand that he has to do tshuva and to do the right thing, and he was ready to return that uh, as Hagzela, the thing that he had stolen from from Hevel, which is the twin who was reincarnated in Tzipora. So it means, so that's why, so, so, so that's why Hashem made it that now he had to flee to Midian, etc. He, was, he would meet her because this was now the time for them to, uh, for, for, the, for, for Yisra to return. I mean, Yisra was ready to return Sipporah to, to Moshe. 
Is it a coincidence that a lot of times these Kabbalistic understandings are really just good storytelling? Like narrative consistency. You say it makes the things work out. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like like it's like it's a, like Hashem's a good writer. Like all the characters sync up, all the you know plots line up. Eventually. Well, good writer sounds to me like um, like a little bit not like you're just a good writer. Lahavdil, Lahavdil. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying that these things make things work, make the stories work out very well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's why that's why they're true, right? So one second, so. That's what he says. So the point is that it was the Ish Mitzri that saved them because since Moshe killed them, so now uh, that that triggered now all of a sudden, oh, now Moshe can go to Midian and marry Tzipora. So that, that's why he's here. That's what, that's, that's what Shlomo says. So I thought we could add, and that's going to be very connected to here, seemingly, that, that number one, why was Yisro the chief idol worshiper in the entire country? Right, he's the reincarnation of the neshama of kind. That's a pretty big neshama, right? But as long as the ish mitzri is alive, means the neshama is still in the world. The nefesh is in the world. The nefesh is the lower part, the more base part. So he's still, so he's so to speak chained up. Says the shlo. The neshama is chained up, so that's why he's not ready to give tzipora back to Moshe. But once the ish mitzri is killed, he's ready to give tzipora back to Moshe. So we could propose that that's also why Yisro the whole time Part is an idol worship. Uh, oh. But as soon as Moshe Rabbeinu kills the mystery, so now that releases the neshama of Kain, which is Yisro, to be able to see the world correctly and to understand that he'd been going in the wrong direction. I mean, he was always a spiritual person because he's he's the neshama of Kain. Neshama is spiritual by definition, but spirituality which is being twisted and perverted from down here by the nefesh, so it's going to turn to idol worship. Once you let that go, once you cut that connection, so then he's going to, he's going to come to a recognition of what the truth is, as we porish from the Vodazara. A single. So that's why it's not a coincidence that Yisro had just been porish from Vodazara by the time Moshe comes there. The reason is because, so this would be not like that, uh, that's Sefer Yasha, right? That as soon as Moshe went to kill the Mitzri, the Shlo says... As soon as he killed him, Yisro all of a sudden felt a certain release. And he was now, he would now be ready to give Tzipor over to him. And now we're adding not only that, but he also immediately started contemplating and saying, you know what, this, does, this just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right what I'm doing. And he was portion of the Vodah Zara. So many questions on this. I have so many answers now. What? There's so many answers now. Yeah, no, but they just create new questions. Not really. Okay, we just, we just we'll talk about it. Ish Mitri was doing the same Misa. He was Shlomo's Bas Divri. He was taking someone else's wife again. Oh, very good. Together. Okay. And the Moshe Rabbeinu looked ko v'ko. Does that mean he looks back in time and forwards in time? Okay, not sure. Good question. Because that meant backwards in time. Okay, so I see this is his tikkun. And nothing in the future needs to be done with him. He's saying nothing good is going to come out of this nefesh anymore. Right. Meaning that's so you can keep that you can keep that kipshuto. Meaning you know it's this is this is uh, the, the, the this part is not going to be redeemed. Yisro ultimately is redeemed. Okay, I have to stop here it's if you want. I have no, I don't mean we have to stop here as far. Well, we'll have to stop soon. But I mean as far as um, this story, I can keep on going. If it goes any deeper, it'll combust into a sea yeah, of fire. Yeah. So, uh, but <laughs> I, if, if you want, I can give you a printout. As uh, I, I just wrote on it a couple weeks ago. So if uh, 
um, and then Jack, you can write out all your questions, and we can discuss it. But uh, but but just the, the just the point that we wanted to lay down is that it wasn't by coincidence when he was Porish. He was Porish now from Avodazara because Moshe Rabbeinu killed the Ishmitri. Now Moshe is on the way. Now Yisrael uh, separates himself from Avodazara. Perhaps he's going to do much much bigger things. That doesn't still doesn't answer the question why he's described as Koin Midian much later. But like I said. I am the printout if you want after afterwards. This is not Kabbalah. This is just good drush, right? This is this is Remez. Remez, okay. Remez is to is to sold the same uh, uh, as Pshat is to drush, meaning you have Pshat and underneath it you have drush. You have Remez and underneath it you have sold. That's how, that's how they are. So meaning to say the Drush is the deeper ponem of Pshat, and Sold is the deeper ponem of, of Ramos. That's how the Golden Mishra explains it. Okay. Ulaka cause of Loshan Vayigarshum, the Moshe. The shepherds. Um, it says the shepherds chased away the daughters of Yisrael from the well, right? But it uses a language of Vayigar Shum. They, they divorced them from the well. What kind of a language should you say that they, you know, I don't know, they attack them, they, they you know, whatever, whatever, it's a very unusual language of divorcing them from the well. So, so the morale says, no, it works very nicely now that we understand this midrash, right? like just like the Pasuk says, that if a person has been put into Nidui, um, which is uh, excommunication, so then you um, you chase him away, chase him away, that is, that, that's, you know, that's a separation, there's a certain a cutting off, right? Someone who's been excommunicated, he's been cut off, from the from the community, so that's the nidui. Shayaha Adam binidui Cain veyigarish hanemarkan. So too, the shepherds they 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 divorced them from the well. It means that the shepherds said, "You you've been excommunicated. So since you've been excommunicated, you're not allowed to be at this well. Right? Get get away from here. You're a nidui right? because of, because of your father." Lefikah kosov. Vayigarshum Beloshan Zacher Vlogsiv Vayigarshum Aha Meaning it's using a, a, a wrong um, masculine feminine it's using a wrong conjugation it says Vayigarshum and they divorced them masculine from the well, meaning they they expelled them masculine from the well. But it's not men that are being sent away; it's women. So he should have said it's girls. So he should have said vayigershun. They and they sh- sh- you know, they sent them girls away. So why do you say they sent them masculine men away with girls? Answer is because shabolu lamed shelo bishvil. 
שדרך הזכר להיות מושל על המקבה, גירשו שם, they weren't chased away because they're girls, I mean, sometimes just boys or young men will chase away girls because they're girls, right? אלא אין הפירוש בין זכרם ובין נקבס, אלא אין הפרש בין זכרם ונקבס, לאוילם היו מגרשן או סם, מפני הנידוי שפירוש מעבוד הזר, אבל רבר, they were chasing them away because of his נידוי. Yisrael, yeah, because Yisrael had been excommunicated. I mean, it's not... It, 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 so the way the morale says it is that in order for the... To, that you should understand that it wasn't just boys picking on girls. So that's why we said it on them masculine, so you should get it. It's not because they're girls. Perhaps we could add also that it was Dafka... They divorced them in the masculine sense because it was because of Yisrael that they were expelled. And the Havamita would have been that they were kicked out because they were women. They just mean because they, they're weak, they're, they're not able to defend themselves, women, right? They're, they're girls, so the, the shepherds just kind of uh, were being, you know, were bullying them around because they're girls. No, that, that was not the case. Okay, we'll stop here.